We're speaking to Brian Calder, president of the Point Roberts Chamber of Commerce, who says that they desperately need workers down there in Point Roberts, Canadian workers. But, you know, when you think of going across the border, you always think, of, think about picking up a, a bottle of wine, uh, perhaps a six-pack of beer. But, uh, you know, and retailers here in British Columbia gen- generally don't complain because, hey, look, uh, you know, anything that you bring back, you're going to get taxed on, especially if you have a, a big order. But recently, retailers have been complaining about cross-border alcohol coming into British Columbia, but it's not of the Washington State variety. It's actually the province of Alberta. Joining me now to talk about this issue is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter, who's working on a story for tonight's news hour uh, in regards to this issue. Richard, welcome. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me, as always. So walk me through uh, what exactly is happening uh, where BC retailers are crying foul here. Yeah, so what's happening is based on what we saw in the pandemic, people got more and more comfortable with online shopping Mm -hmm. uh, and started to look around to buy alcoholic products from, you know, their favorite winery in the Okanagan or their favorite distillery. Even there was delivery uh, at times from their local liquor store. Uh, Well, they've now gone further afield in British Columbia and looked across to Alberta, where the system is different, the taxes are lower, and the prices are lower. So what BC retailers are seeing uh, is that Alberta retailers are now targeting the BC customer, especially when it comes to those higher priced wine and liquor sales. And uh, it seems to be working because BC retailers say they've seen a drop off here in the sale of some of those bottles of scotch or tequila or Bordeaux wines. And instead, it seems like Alberta's benefiting. And this isn't just, you know, people complaining that want to get a cheap bottle of very expensive liquor or wine jazz. Mm. This is likely having a big impact on the taxes collected by the provincial government. Because with these bottles, a lot of it is tied in to taxes. And the industry right now is trying to calculate it. But they believe it is in the millions and not the tens of millions of dollars of tax revenues that are going to the Alberta system and not the BC system, solely because of this difference in price between the two jurisdictions. So is it tens of millions of dollars? This isn't some sort of trickle, though. When you're talking tens of millions of dollars in taxation that BC is supposedly losing out on. Yeah, and it's something they're looking very closely. And the big thing here is it's totally illegal what is going on. But the challenge is there's such little enforcement. And I received a, a statement from the BC Liquor Distribution Branch Uh, They say that they are now going to start working uh, with their counterparts in Alberta at the Alberta Gaming Liquor and Cannabis Inspections Branch to enforce this uh, because they know it's an issue uh, and they're trying to best understand how they can stop this from happening. If you travel back and forth by person across provincial boundaries, there are no limits for what you can bring. This is solely isolated to when you're shipping. And again, if you're a member of a wine club, uh, those Canadian wines can travel across provincial borders, but customers cannot buy directly from a retail location in another jurisdiction. Uh, and we'll see if the province is able to crack down on it, but clearly it's having an impact. And, and the industry says it could have trickled down, not just taxation, but also impact on how our local wineries fare over the summer or our local distilleries, and all of that impacts jobs clearly in this province. Do you know what kind of savings we're talking about here uh, in regards to buying online from Alberta? I sure do, Jazz, and we're going to have a lot more on the news hour tonight as I try to pop up the email here that I sent to our graphics team, Mm -hmm. uh, because you're going to see it on the screen tonight when you not watch the news hour. So there's a bottle of 10-year-old Scott uh, Arberg, uh, Ard 
bag scotch, $113 here in BC. In Alberta, I found it online today, Jazz, for $80. Wild Common Tequila, uh, right now posted on a BC website, $183 a bottle. If you look at it in Alberta, it's $125 a bottle. Uh, A Bordeaux wine, a St. Emilion that I found online, $200 here in BC, $166 in Alberta. And uh, these are clearly pretty big gaps here. And when you talk about shipping costs, uh, they're pretty marginal. We're seeing uh, whiskey clubs and scotch clubs take advantage of this, where if they're buying lots of bottles, there is a significant uh, discount if you're doing that from Alberta than URBC. And, and as I mentioned, that has some pretty deep and profound impacts here. I was reading somewhere, uh, tell me if this is true, that the mission, there was a Mission Hill um, wine that you can get cheaper in Alberta. <laughs> yeah. The same Mission Hill wine sold at the Mission Hill winery in the Okanagan costs more in BC. Yeah, that's something Daryl <laughs> Lamb from Legacy <laughs> mentioned to me today too. And that's crazy. And, you know, a lot of this has to do, we know, with taxation, but there's also a markup system that's very different. And that's what the industry is asking the province to review, is take a look at this markup system, make sure that it is consistent between jurisdictions, have a conversation with other provinces. This is such an important industry here, and it's also having a wider impact, clearly, with taxation ramifications. But it's crazy to think that you can buy a bottle delivered straight to your house cheaper in Alberta than you could directly from a winery here. And again, as we're all feeling the cost pressures, you know, what difference could that make when you're thinking about your summer vacation? And you say, oh, well, I love going to Kelowna to see the wineries, and plus I save a bit of cash from buying it direct from the winery. If you knew you could buy it and get it through the mail from Alberta for even cheaper, maybe you decide not to make that trip, and that has an impact clearly on our local tourism economy. Yeah, and, and I know our government's done a lot in the last 10 years uh, uh, in regards to you know, making it easier to bring back alcohol from, from, from other provinces, as you say, for personal consumption, you can bring it back. But it still, at the end of the day, speaks to needing much more freer trade between provinces, that we shouldn't be having this conversation. Because if we can buy it there from Alberta and it's cheaper, it should be allowed to happen. But guess what? We should also make sure our uh, taxation is streamlined. So guess what? Uh, Albertans can buy some BC wine as well. It works both ways. And I think that's probably the longer term solution that we all want to see. Richard, thank you. And quickly, those mixed drinks that are so popular, you're not even allowed to make them here in BC, too. That's still a flaw in the liquor process as well. But we'll oh, talk God. about that one another day. Yeah, there are exactly. so many that still need <clears throat> That's Thanks, another Dad. day, another great conversation during the summer months. <laughs> Thanks so much, Richard. Thanks, Ed.